Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. All grown up now, I think I'm ready to move on Hello and welcome to The Undone, a Mamma Mia podcast for people in their 20s navigating the world without a GPS. That's my job. You literally just said you do this one. <laughs> we hope you're having a very good start to your new year so far. It's 2022. It's it a is. new year. But one thing that hasn't changed is that we're always going to have tragic dating stories to read out to you. And we have a lot. You all send in some amazing dating stories through our confessions form. We'll link it in the show notes if you want to share more for the new year. Should we say who we are first? Yes. Possibly. My name's Lucy. I work here at Mamma Mia as a producer. And I'm Em. I work here as a social media producer. So as Em said, today on the show, we're going through our anonymous confessions form. We have no idea who submits these. I think people are a bit sceptical sometimes that we might know. We know literally nothing. Emily could be submitting these for all I know. Probably is. Probably just me on my computer every single night going, and I did this and this and this and this. So our first story is going to be read to you by Emily. Okay, this one's about a sexual awakening. So I had my sexual awakening read first orgasm only after dud sex. Copy. With an amazing and lovely Mexican tequila merchant at a Bronte Beach View apartment after a beautiful dinner. Wow. The next day, I violently spewed and shut myself in a shower <laughs> from a vicious random stomach bug. Oh, End no. scene. Oh, I want to know more details. Was he there? I think we just have to like make up the rest in our imagination, which I feel like is better. Yeah, probably. I hope he was there in the shower with her. Who was your sexual awakening? Jesse McCartney. Mine's Jude Law in the holiday 2004 mm. with glasses. Don't look up Jude Law 2020. <laughs> This next one's about IBS. Oh, I think I know where this is going already. Okay, so my current boyfriend and I have been dating for a few months and started to joke about the fact that neither of us had farted in front of each other yet. I think that's not a bad thing. No. <laughs> I think we keep the mystery alive. I feel like you don't even talk about that. No. It just happens. So they're having conversations, who's going to be going first, etc. I have IBS, so it was surprising it hadn't happened yet, but I kind of didn't want to be first. Anyway, one night we were fooling around, having some fun, and he's fingering me. Suddenly, he makes me come so hard that I fart very loudly. (laughs) We both burst out laughing, and I felt so bad for farting on his hand. Nowadays, we have no shame and fart in front of each other regularly, but luckily, it hasn't happened during sex again. It was definitely a unique moment. You fart in each other regularly? (laughs) What the heck does that mean? Regularly? <laughs> yeah, look, in my last relationship, it was free-for-all farts and I... Is that the same in this relationship? No, actively no, because I'm like, maybe that was maybe that was the demise, you never know. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, this one's short and sweet, literally two sentences. Oh, great. I was having sex with a guy, me on top, reverse cowgirl style. 
turned around to see that the guy was drinking a bottle of water. <laughs> no! No! Are you kidding? I hate that. I like that. It's so funny. Share it around. <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm doing the work. So Wally, why do you need a drink? You're resting. Lying there on your back. This one's about sex with a urologist. A urologist? Okay. I Googled it. And the general gist is that they're physicians who specialize, get ready for this word, in the geniturinary tract, the kidneys, urinary bladder, adrenal glands, urethra, et cetera, et cetera. So they know a little bit about what's going on downstairs. Okay. Sleeping with a urologist is the greatest thing I can recommend. This guy I slept with for like a month was the best oral sex of my life. It was like that ep of Sex in the City. He was hands down Mr. Pussy. Being a, <laughs> <laughs> being a urologist, he knew where all the nerves were and how to work it so well. I can't even tell you why it was so good. It was just out of this world. You'd hope so. You'd yeah. hope that someone that studies anatomy of the vagina and the clitoris and the vulva would know their way around it. See, I struggle with believing stories like this because after I've heard so many stories of men never been able to get women off, yeah. it makes me feel like maybe you've just had a normal experience. Oh, yeah, as in like she's like come from sex yeah. and it's like great. Yeah, and she was like it was the most amazing thing in my life. I'm like, no, it's just well, how it pretty, should be. It should be, yeah. No, that's true. There's an orgasm gap. There is. All the guys I've had sex with have finished. And when they're going to fill it up. Uh, I finished twice, so. Well done. <laughs> Okay, I've named this one allergic to pussy. Okay. I'm allergic to cats. <laughs> I always knew I was allergic, but never as allergic as I had been that night. I went over to a guy's house, watched a movie, and one thing led to another, and I find myself in his bed filled with cat hair. Oh, no. I tried to ignore it, but eventually my allergies got the better of me, and I had to get the fuck out of there. I saw myself in the mirror, and holy crap... <laughs> The swelling of my face was frightening. I thought I was having an anaphylactic attack. Couldn't even get on my flight home the next morning and had to tell the local doctor what I was doing the night before. I almost died. Oh, that's kind of scary. That is scary. Also, clean your bed. God damn it. Yeah. Yuck. You do not bring someone over and make them sleep with you in a cat hair bed. Yeah, no, that's not it. That's not it. This is a very specific dating diary about a very specific vibrator. Oh, A guy brought me a vibrator on the third date. What? That's unreal. Is it? As in, like, that's great. No. What? I feel like it's a bit full on. Oh, okay. We used it together, and then he told me to take it home. I finished things a couple weeks later because I was getting really weird controlling vibes from him. Maybe you're right. He asked for it back. Don't want to see him again, so I offered to transfer him the money instead. He says, no, I want that exact one. Dude harassed me for weeks to meet him in a public space and hand over the vibe, blocked him and kept using it. He was going to sell it. Yeah, probably. He was going to resell it. I was worried about what that was going, but I'm glad she blocked him and just yeah. kept having orgasms. There's a black market for used vibrators. I mean, tell me about it. Yeah, I'll tell you a bit later. <laughs> so, although this was an episode of Purely Dating Diaries, mm-hmm. we were like, we should sort of the Dating Diary segment and have a bit of a chat. Okay. So we have some audio from a listener with a dating dilemma. Ooh. 
So there's this guy I used to have a friends with benefits type situation with, but we ended things a few months ago because he was being a bit of a douchebag and I wasn't bothered to teach a man child that gaslighting isn't cool. Anyway, a couple months ago, he apologized for how he acted and we've been on good terms ever since. But during lockdown, our conversations started getting pretty saucy again, you know, swapping pics, low-key sexting, you know how lockdown gets. I've been dancing with the idea of going back there just for the sex because I get freaked out by casual sex with strangers and would prefer someone familiar. Plus, he's 6'3", super muscly, super hot, and there wouldn't be any strings attached as we definitely don't have feelings for each other. However, when I floated this by him, I discovered he's an anti-vaxxer, FML. He's been in lockdown for ages and agreed to get a COVID test before we slept together for safety. And on top of the low levels of COVID in Sydney, I know the risk of him having it and giving it to me would be so low, but I just can't agree with his decision in a moral sense as I think it's so selfish. But do your morals have to align with someone you're just casually sleeping with? Hell no. I feel like I've said this before and I got some hate for it, but I feel like the further apart your morals are, the better when Mm. it comes to casual encounters because the best kind of casual encounters are with people who you find attractive but you don't respect. Mm, Disagree. (laughs) Disagree. Respect is critical in the bedroom. Thank you, Emily. I don't think that it's like a deal breaker when it comes to morals overall, but the anti-vaxxing for me, I just feel like you're putting me at risk. But he's getting a COVID test. Just, why don't I just get a vaccine? I don't know. Different conversation. But that's like on him. Like definitely he should get a vaccine. Like that's so stupid. Can't he just have like, I don't know. I feel like there are so many dicks out there. There really are so many dicks out there. And there's so many vaccinated dicks out there that are like really safe. But it, she said she wanted to have it with someone familiar. I know. I understand that. I just think from a safety perspective, it's not even a moral perspective. For me, it's just like the statistics show that you're more than 20 times more likely to get COVID from someone that's unvaccinated. So as much as the risk is low because of the general numbers at the time of recording, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's as low as it could be. No, but... Morals, though, that's a different conversation. If someone is a different religion to me or a different political stance, me. I think the worse, the better. Emily, why? Because then you definitely know there'll absolutely be no chance of any feelings. Okay, we disagree on this. We've talked about this many times in the podcast. I think there should be feelings involved when you're having sex with definitely someone. Definitely not. There should be. It doesn't have to be feelings of love and overwhelming, like adoring. Uh-uh. Like, but there should be feelings of respect. and You should be respectful when you're having sex with them, 100%, but you shouldn't need to respect them as a person. I just think that the worst one-night stands I've had were with people who I didn't feel respected by as a person, and the best ones were with people That's what I'm saying. They should respect you. Like you should be respectful of each other, but you don't have to respect them as a person. But I want to get on as friends. You can't just enter my vagina if all you like. But then once you get friends, then you get feelings. No, and pretend don't don't pretend you don't get feelings. Yeah, but I'd rather have feelings. No way. I would rather have feelings, make peace with those feelings, and move on. No, have sex for me, then get out of my life and never see me again. (laughs) Undoneers. Please tell us if you think that it is important to be morally aligned with your fuck buddy. You can tell us by sliding into our DMs. You obviously know where we stand. If you want to fight with us, put us in a group chat. Uh, yeah, and we I'm not go. much of a fighter. I'm more of a like a comment <laughs> and then I'll just let you do you. <laughs> but obviously you know that we disagree. So I'd love to know whose side you're on. You can find us at Lucy M. Neville, at Emily Burnham or at The Undone Podcast. That's all we have time for on this bonus dating diary episode of the undone we have one more episode like this before we're back in the studio recording live and our next one is about cringe 
a whole episode full of things in our own lives, in your lives. Do you remember that episode we did about the cringe that keeps you up at night? <laughs> I do. It's just that, but times 10. Of course I remember that episode. It's going to stick with me for <laughs> life. <laughs> this episode of The Undone was produced by Emmeline Peterson. Bye. See ya. <laughs>